How's everybody doing? Good? It's a good looking crowd for, uh, you know, right before the summer, you know, uh, having all your final exams almost done, right? Is that right? So uh, I'm proud of you all coming in today. That's good. Um, <clears throat> my name is Genesis. If you don't know me, I am uh, I'm, uh, one of Dan's old, old youth. Um, and uh, he asked me to speak today. Basically, because he needs a he needs a week off because he's uh, preaching in big church uh, this week. So, uh, if you want to come see Dan speak, everybody come Sunday, um, either ten thirty or I don't even know what time the other one is because I never get to the. It's too early for me. Was it nine or nine fifteen? I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. 10.45 and the one before that. So, um, but anyway, he's going to speak on James, and a lot of a lot of you've. Uh, I've, uh, I've heard uh, some of this, so it's, it's cool to hear it twice and really cool to hear uh, kind of uh, a deeper, deeper uh, message on, on, on that section. But anyway, um, so I asked Dan, uh, was it a couple weeks back, uh, you know, what uh, I could encourage you guys with um, today. And, and uh, he was, uh, one thing he did, he mentioned to me was, uh, was being bold, just uh, being bold to share your faith uh, with your friends um, at school, uh, just, you know, in, in different situations like that. So, um, you know, and, and when, I, when I thought about it, uh, God just laid on my heart, uh, Stephen, um, not Stephen Moeller, which, you know, he's a very bold person, but, um, <laughs> but, but Stephen the martyr, um, he's, a, he's a, a guy found in Acts um, chapter We'll start in chapter 6 uh, today. So if you have your Bibles, turn to chapter 6 uh, with me. Um, and uh, uh, before we start reading, I, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, what does it mean to be bold? Or, or what are, you know, what helps or, 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 you know, influences somebody to be bold in any in any way? So like a, like a new age kind of internet driven, growing kid like I am, and I'm sure a lot of you all are, what did I do first? I googled it, right? So, um, of course, or I Wikipedia it because I know I'm sure since y'all are studying for uh, for tests and whatnot, you probably hit Wikipedia multiple times. So, um, Wikipedia gave me 11, 11 um, steps to being bold. Um, I'm not going to go through every eleven, all eleven steps, but I thought it was just kind of funny. Um, some of the things that they said about being bold. Uh, one thing, making the first move. So, if you make the first move in anything, you you, you know you're you're bold. You know, do something unpredictable. I don't know what the, you know that can that doesn't even you know <laughs> encompass anything. But do something unpredictable. So, um, rediscover who you are. This one that was really funny to me is pretend you're already bold. So just pretend to be bold, and you're bold already. You know, it just this is amazing. You know, you pretend it, you you are it, or something like that. And that's just Wikipedia for you. I mean, I don't know who wrote it, but uh, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> Um, and uh, another one that that kind of that kind of was funny to me was uh, was give some give someone two choices. So if you give someone two choices, it's that easy. You know, you can be bold if you give someone two choices. It's just so it's it's hilarious. But the other one was taking risks. So which is basically the definition of boldness. So um, so uh, to get back, so uh, that didn't really help me much. So I really went to the true reference on the internet, which is what. Dictionary.com. So, uh, Dictionary.com defined uh, bold uh, boldness as not hesitant. Oh, internet, not hesitating or fear 
the face of actual or possible danger or rebuff. Uh, Courageous and daring, a bold hero. So use bold to define boldness. Um, And then uh, the second definition was not hesitating to break the rules of propriety, forward, impudent, impudent. Let's uh, keep that uh, straight. So, um, so those are the definitions, kind of what the world kind of views as boldness, um, kind of as a as, as a general uh, view of, of of what boldness is. Well, you know, I want to I, w- I want to um, talk today about about boldness in the faith and specifically boldness in sharing the gospel, and um, I want to do it through. Um, uh, Stephen, who is a uh, just an awesome man of God, and just to give you a little context, um, Stephen, is, which is found again in Acts six eight, he was he's basically um, he was he was a, a early kind of a, a guy that since all right let, let's let's kind of rewind back okay so in in Acts after after basically Jesus ascended back into heaven okay. Um, uh, Acts basically lays out how the church, the Christian church in Jerusalem, began to grow. So, um, so as you know, believers were multiplying, as the gospel was spreading, uh, the church needed a little bit more help. And it's kind of similar to what we did um, the um, the past couple weeks. Where I don't know if you've been in a big church, but uh, we 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 uh, we. Uh, chose elders, new elders, basically to help lead the church. So Stephen was one of the seven chosen uh, kind of to help, um, you know, guide the, the early church in Jerusalem. So um, uh, I'm going to have Keith come up here and read um, chapter 6, verses 8 through 15. And it's just, uh, it's just or actually just read from where you're at. You can stand if you want to. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> all right, and, said, and Stephen, full of grace and power, was doing great wonders and signs among the people. Then some of those who belonged to the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, and of the Cyrenians, and of the Alexandrians, and of those from Cilicia and Asia, rose up and disputed with Stephen. But they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he was speaking. Then they secretly instigated men who said, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. And they stood up the people and the elders and the scribes, and they came upon him and seized him and brought him before the council, and set up false witnesses who said, This man never ceases to speak words against this holy place and the law. But we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and will change the customs that Moses delivered to us. And gazing at him, all who sat in the council saw that his face was like the face of an angel. Okay. All right. Thank you. Uh, Keith, um, so that first section uh, six through uh, six eight through fifteen, it basically just chronicles, you know, Stephen um, going around in Jerusalem and and speaking and preaching the gospel and 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 uh, Jewish uh, leaders and 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 um, other people that don't non-believers basically pulling them aside and, and and saying you know I think what you're speaking is blasphemy you know they're not they're not agreeing with what he's speaking what he's speaking so basically you know they 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 grab him they seize him and they um, put him in front of the, the council or the high priest basically um, to kind of kind of to, to put him on trial per se um, so one thing uh, as a as a Christian in the, in in your schools and in, on this world in general um, 
your your boldness is going to be tested. Your 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 faith is going to be tested because because a lot of people will not like what you say. You say the name Jesus in a way that is uplifting and, and in a way that is is you know specific to Christianity and not just you know saying it in in vain. And people are going to bother you, uh, be bothered by that. And and it's just something that that that's going to happen because why? Because you know with the things of this world going on right now, um, Christians are being being almost hushed, and even in this in, in, in the U.S., Christians are being hushed and are being uh, told to not speak. You know, you can't push gospel, or you can't push religion on me, or you can't, you know, um, you, can't, you can't make me believe, or you don't, you know, I don't even have to listen to that. Okay, so one thing, uh, one thing that that I, you know that I want to warn is that. Of course, you're going to come against uh, resistance, just as Stephen was. So um, I just want to highlight basically um, three points. And I don't know how long this is going to take. I don't think it will be that long. But three points in Stephen's character that helped him to be bold. Um, the, uh, the first point is, uh, the first uh, uh, yeah, specific point is that Stephen was a man full of faith and in the whole, uh, and of the Holy Spirit. Um, and six uh, five Acts six five it identified him as a man full of faith and spirit when he was chosen as one of the seven. In uh, chapter six verses eight again it referred to him as full of grace and power when he was performing great signs and wonders like like we just read. And again in verse seven uh, uh, chapter seven verses fifty five he was uh, he. They, they identified him as a man full of the Holy Spirit. So, so th- that I, I really believe that the Bible is very clear on on identifying Stephen as as a man full of the whole, full of faith in the Holy Spirit because that's his strength. You know, um, that is where he got his 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 his. His, his power, his strength to be able to approach people and to be able to spread the gospel, to be able to preach out to people that don't want to listen to him, um, people that, that that are always going to come after, you know, uh, basically, you know, point resistance against him. So, um, so what does it mean to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Um, does anybody can does anybody kind of know what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit? I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a tough um, tough thing to define, but uh, but I like what John Piper and this is this is a, a Christian author. Um, he describes it as this: uh, being filled with the Spirit is 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 like having great joy in God. And since the joy of the Lord is our strength, um, we have the power to be to be a bold witness. So basically, so basically, um, you know, being filled with the Spirit. Is like having, just being content in God's hands, and and really just being having that joy, um, to be able to pursue anything that God calls us to do. And if God calls us to do that and to have joy in it, then um, then that's our power. Because because again in Nehemiah eight ten it says that what the joy of our Lord is our strength. And I think that's a that's a hymn um, that that that, I, that we we sing every now and then. But the joy of the Lord is our strength. Um, and because of that, we have we have strength again, and we are able to you know face resistance and 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 uh, and, and basically uh, beat resistance, I guess you can say. Um, but anyway, um, so uh, w- when you think about being filled with the Holy Spirit, uh, I like to kind of replace 
um, being filled with being controlled by the Spirit. Um, and and it's, it's one of those things where you just, you know, anytime you face something that's difficult or, or face, face, you know, when you feel like God's calling you to, to, to minister or to, to, to speak or, or share the gospel to, to you know, the, a group of people or just a single person, um, to really pray, pray about it. Um, and, and really, you know, ask God for wisdom and ask God for the words to say. Um, and, and, and just, you know, just for the strength to be able to do it. And this is something that, that I mean, I, it's an encouragement to me because I face it every day. You know, it's, you know, you as a high school student or a middle school student, a middle school believer, y'all aren't the only ones that face the difficulty of, of sharing the gospel to others because every Christian, we're called all of us to do that. And, and it's not easy to, to a lot of people. And so I know it's not easy to me, so this, this whole message is, to, is, is for me as well. Uh, so that, that just gives you some some encouragement there. Um, but anyway, so uh, I, one thing I also wanted to add was that um, you know in verses six ten he spoke with wisdom and spirit um, when he was confronted with those that were uh, that were debating against him. Um, that's something that 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 a lot of people should know uh, should understand where wisdom comes from because we did that that. Uh, small group study, right, um, on James. And, and what, what does anybody remember what verse um, this particular um, topic is referring to? Does there, anybody remember? James 1 5. Do y'all remember that verse? Those you see, I'm looking at. You. I'm sorry. I'm calling you out. Sorry. But uh, no. Um, Basically, to ask God for the wisdom to to, to overcome the uh, to overcome you know w- whether it's a trial uh, as 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 you know that specific context uh, context points to, but just in general to have to, to get the, gain the wisdom to be able to uh, have the words to say to someone who uh, who you know you want you feel like God's calling you to talk about Jesus right um, and, and and that's not an excuse anymore to a believer who 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 um, who claims to believe in in Jesus Christ um, I, I don't think that we're allowed to to just say well I, I don't want to approach this person um, because I don't know the words to say um, I know that's an easy that's an easy way to, to just be like yeah I'm not going to approach that person because you know I just don't know what to say. I may I may mess it up. I may just um, say things, you know, cite the wrong verses or whatnot, or um, say the wrong things. But those are the types of things that uh, that uh, you you know you, you can't, as as a Christian we can't do. I mean, we we have to have the the words to say, and and we have to rely on God and the Spirit to be able to 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 uh, be filled uh, to to you know say the words. So. Um, which leads me to my next point. Um, he was bold because he was a student of the Word. Uh, we don't have time to read uh, the, all of chapter 7, but basically when, when Stephen is seized and he's in front of this council, um, they ask him, you know, how do you plead, basically? Or, or um, is this true? Are you blaspheming, blaspheming you know, Moses and, and God? Because, again, you know, you got to remember in context, um, the Jews believed in the Old Testament and um, did not believe that Jesus... Uh, was was uh, 
was the uh, was the Messiah and was the, was the Savior of the world. So basically, he, he in chapter seven he has this amazing, really amazingly detailed speech um, where he chronicles from basically Abraham to uh, to Solomon, and he just. Uh, basically talks about every single uh, um, patriarch of the Jewish faith and, and, and how basically they, um, the Jewish people rejected them and rejected the people that leading up to Christ and then rejected Christ ultimately. Um, and, then, and then he ends with, uh, with this uh, in Acts uh, 7.51. Uh, and I'll read it out loud. Uh, you stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in your hearts and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did. So do you. Uh, 52. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, whom you have now betrayed and and murdered. In verse 53, you have received the law as delivered by the angels and did not keep it. So, I mean, this is a pretty, a pretty strong statement um, to, to a group of like high leaders. I'm talking like people really high up in the society of Jerusalem um, or in the Jewish faith. Um, and he, he gives this, this pretty detailed speech and then indicts them basically by saying, you missed it, you missed it, you know. I mean, now how does he, how does he you know, how, did, how can he do that? You know, how, how, how does he have the boldness to be able to do that? Well, for one, again, he was filled with the Spirit. Okay, and two, he, he following from Old Testament on, he he was aware of every little bit of where the Jewish people missed it. You know, and so so I really believe that 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 having. You know this 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 knowledge of of of, of Old Testament truths, and um, and, co- and couple that with you know being filled with the Spirit, and he was able to just approach these people and say, "Look, guys, you've missed it. You know this is something that that uh, that." That basically, what was he doing? He was just telling them, you know, they're wrong because because they're blinded, basically. You know what I'm saying? So, um, could someone who didn't necessarily have the 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 knowledge to back it up, back up his stance, um, be able to say something like that? You know, like for instance, if I was arguing for, I don't know, um, arguing for. This is tough. Uh, Florida State football as the best football team against you know in, in all the land, right? If I was arguing for them and I did not know that they uh, won the national championship last year, uh, Jameis Winston, who's made some bonehead errors, um, you know, won the, the Heisman. Uh, you know, everybody, seven people got drafted, all this stuff. You know, I know too much about Florida State football. But if I didn't know all those things, how would I support my stance in saying Florida State football was the best football team in 2013? You know, I couldn't because, for one, I didn't, I, 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 would, I could just say it blindly. But, I mean, the truth of the matter is they are. So, I mean, regardless if I knew that or not, they are. So, um, but anyway, having said that, um, so, so it's really, really important, really important for each one of us uh, believers to to really be in the be, to, in order to be faithful to to uh, um, to spreading the gospel to knowing the gospel 
to, to, to knowing the Word and what it says. Um, because it's so difficult when, when, you, when you approach somebody and just say, you know, you know and, and, and it doesn't have to be this, you know, detailed every single bit, you know, um, know every single verse to, to approach somebody. But you know the truth that, that God's shown you in your heart. And um, all it is is tell, telling them your testimony and, and backing up a few verses to really back up, you know, what it really means to be saved and, and, and who Jesus really is. And I think that just is so important to have that, that con, you know, that, that the verses to help back that up. So, um, so again, uh, he was bold because he was a student of the Word, or he had, he had a really good knowledge of the Word. So, first point, again, he was filled with the Spirit. Second was he was a student of the Word. And third was uh, that he was bold because he had a Christ-like love for the lost. And, and, and this, is, this is something that really, really uh, uh, got to me the most. Is, uh, oh, I, excuse me one second. Okay, L- let's start with this. Um, I'm going to... Let's start with this. We're not starting over, I promise. So we're going to go back. I totally skipped reading the verses. But um, I, I want to read chapter 7, verses 54 through 60. This is, a, this is the response of the, uh, of the council um, after he had his amazing speech. Okay? Um, and I'll read. It's verse 54. Now when they heard these things, they were enraged, and they ground their teeth at him. But he, but he full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God verse 56 and he said behold I see the heavens opened and the son of man standing at the right hand of God but they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and rushed together at him then they cast him out of the city and stoned him and the witnesses laid their laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. And as they were stoning Stephen, he called out to the Lord. He called out, "Lord Jesus, receive my spirit." Verse sixty. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, "Lord, do not hold this sin against them." And when he said this, he fell asleep. So he he died in verse sixty. Um, he was bold because he had a Christ-like love for the lost. Despite the actions in verse uh, 60, despite the actions of the angry mob against him, uh, he prays for the forgiveness of the killer of his killers, as Jesus did when he was on the cross, uh, found in Luke 23:34. How difficult can that be? I mean, you know, it, at school when 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 you when you confront somebody and, and you know and say. You know, so you want to stand up for the right thing. You want to be bold for the faith. And, and if somebody rejects what you say, um, I mean, over here, you know, in, in Stephen's case, they didn't just reject him. They threw him out of the city and stoned him, you know. And that is, that is literally, like, it's got to be one of the worst ways to die. You know, there's, there's that, I don't, I don't know if this is appropriate to show or not, but I haven't seen it in a while. It's like the 101 ways to die thing, or I don't know. But anyway... Can you imagine? Stoning is, is, is probably one of the most gruesome ways to die. But Stephen here, despite getting pummeled with rocks and, 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 and just really getting yelled at and, and spat at, well, I added those things, but, um, but I'm, I'm sure that was the case. I mean, and still, he, 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 he found a way to get in a position where he could pray and said, God, forgive them for their, for, forgive them for their sins. Or let me let me say that correctly. Um, 
Lord, do not hold the sin against them. So, man, that, that, that's, that's so compelling to me because this is the reason why he's got the, the, the boldness. This is that's the third point. Um, regardless of what, what you know, they were going to do to him, his primary, primary love for them and their lostness compelled him to, 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 you know, to present the gospel and and just and just regardless of what they did, uh, he 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 had love for them. So um, it's only, only a Christian type of love could have this because this world, um, when, when when you when you ask someone you know in this world what their definition of love is, it's it's not necessarily love those, love your enemies or love those who persecute you or love love those who hate you, right? The, the simple uh, most people will only love if what they return love if they get love in return but a Christian love and a true true uh, one living with true purpose um, true boldness is to is to give love to those that persecute you and and why is that why is that what's the purpose you know what, what's the point because because Jesus Christ died on the cross for for my sins as a believer and and I can do nothing but tell the world of the joy that that he's shown in in my life and and I want others to know him because that's really all all the true joy that I've been I've been shown in my life you know so true belief, uh, um those who believe uh, who are who are Christians in this room doesn't that grip you though doesn't that make you question, like, man, in Stephen's case, you know, would would I stand that tall? Would I would I even in the time of getting stoning, would I stand there and say, God, forgive them because I want them to know you like I know you? And that's how we got to take it um, to people in our schools, people at work. That's how I, ta- I have to take it to people I work with on a daily basis. Is to man. I know, I know the love of God because I've really, I, I, I've, I've been shown that in my life, and I want you to know it. So, regardless of whether you persecute me or not, you know the truth of the matter is, God is great, and 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 Jesus died on the cross, and He He saved us from the sin that 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 just straps you down and, and really enslaves you almost. So, I just that was really convicting to me. Um, and it really grips me in a sense of, uh, do I really look at people that way? Do I look at when I walk around, do I have that, that perspective that, you know, man, I have this true joy in my heart, uh, uh, Jesus Christ in my heart, and, and, and He showed me this love that, that I've never known, and nothing in this world could, could, uh, could show me, and yet, you know, I'm holding it in. You know, is it something that, that that other people need to know? Of course it is. Of course it is. And this is again, this is to myself. Oh man, it's just it's tough because because every day we go through life and we just you know, we just wanna we just wanna, you know, take care of business, you know, graduate from high school, graduate from college, make money, buy a car, meet the right girl. I don't know what order y'all you know you prefer, but um, and then and then get married and then and then retire and then go travel, you know. But but really, is that is that, is that the perspective we need to have as Christians? Um, is that the perspective Stephen had here? 
I, I don't think so. And and, and um, I just, uh, I, as for me, you know, this just encourages me um, to to have that viewpoint of anywhere I go. You know, I should really view the world as as a mission field more than anything. Um, but uh, we're, you know, when you look at the life of Stephen and when when, when it ends, you know, the, my, the, at first I was thinking, man, yeah, you know, in a way it kind of seems like what that Christianity was defeated, right? Because he died, and and now he's, you know, you know, he 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 died for his faith, and now he's not you know, spreading it. But but you kind of can't look at it that way because because you got to see the the what happens after. Um, so I'm going to read um, uh, Acts eight one one through four. Let's everybody turn to Acts eight one through four. Um, just the, this is kind of the aftermath of of, of Stephen's death. And I gotta get to it. All right. Um, and again, this brings up Saul, who uh, who later becomes Paul. But we don't have time to get into that tonight. But uh, Saul approved of his execution, uh, Stephen's execution, and they arose on that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Devout men buried Stephen and made a great lamentation over him, but uh, but Saul was ravaging the church and entering house after house, dragging off men and women, and committing them to prison. So we'll just stop there. Um, what happened as a result of Stephen um, being killed, Jesus, or God used that death to spread, to spread the gospel outside of Jerusalem and into Samaria and Judea. So I thought that was really awesome because God in His sovereignty, you know, you look at, you, you view it and it's like, man, the guy, the guy just died and it just stops there, but it doesn't. God used that to, to spread... Um, to spread the gospel outside of, of of that city and outside of that area, and it's just you know to me it's just uh, it's awesome. And and those people weren't you know people looking for for um, for 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 like a sh- safe shelter or anything. The people who were scattered after that whole thing happened, but instead what happened? They they went out there on a mission. You know, it kind of fueled their 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 boldness even further um, to to go and spread the gospel in different parts of the world, even even if it was a, a scary place. And that's a lot of what we're doing here as a church. It's a, you know, why we send people to India, why we send people out, um, you know, in other other places where the gospel isn't heard. Because why? Because that's what it's all about. That's what that's what this this life is all about as a believer. And that's what um, that's what you know glorifies God. And that's the, the, the primary purpose, because why? Because Jesus is the true joy. He's the ultimate joy, and, and, and nothing else in this world will truly fill that. So, um, I just want to leave you with uh, uh, Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened, and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Um, just know that every that 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 God uses how you spread the God uh, or you speaking to your friends and speaking to um, to uh, people you come across as 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 ways to change the world. Um, in high school, I mean, a lot of your seniors. How many how many seniors do we have here? 
Um, we have yeah, quite a bit of few seniors. Uh, you're basically, you know, in your last week of high school. Um, I don't know how many more days you have left um, in high school, but what I can tell you, one, one more day? <laughs> well, two more days, okay. Well, I got to tell you, the, the, the last, um, I don't know how many people I talk to now from high school, apart from the people that, that had really, really um, uh, strong uh, encouragement in my life as far as, as far as my walk with Christ goes. Um, I, I can tell you, it breaks my heart every time I, 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 I get on Facebook or something and, and read, oh, this person has died. You know, someone I've known for high school. I've, I've known like six people from high school that have already died. And, it, and it's... And it's um, it's tough for me to think of because I know that I didn't, I didn't share the gospel as much as I had the opportunity to and, and as much as, the, as, as God called me to. Now, am, am I saying this as if you know, those, those people can't, can't, be, can't find Jesus or um, God can't save them if I don't speak to them? I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say all that. But I want to know, but I want to I say this is that God called me to share the gospel everywhere I'm at. And, and, and it just breaks my heart um, and to know that, that I could have shared more. Um, but it doesn't end from there. You know, from here on, you know, God calls me to continue to share my faith, to share the faith um, that Jesus Christ died on the cross and, and, and saved us from, this, from the bondage of sin and, and, and uh, basically a destiny of hell. Um, and, and, and I really, for you seniors, you know, you can make the next two days count. You can make the next two days count um, if God calls you to do that. Um, you juniors out there and, and, and everybody else, really, man, that school, school is such a great mission field because you're there running into each other every day. And, 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 and you have a way of, uh, you know, you have a way of influencing people because everybody in school is doing this number, boom, boom, you know, like pinballing each other, just trying to, you know, find their way. But, but those of you who believe in Christ, you know the way. And, and it's just such a great gift. So uh, I just wanted to encourage you all with that. And, and I, I definitely was encouraged with, uh, with the story of Stephen. Um, so let's, let's pray and, um, and uh, we'll close there. Father God, I, just, I thank you, Lord, for, uh, for the gospel. I thank you, Lord, for your son. Um, who died on the cross for our sins, God. Uh, and just, uh, God, I pray that, uh, that we glorify you uh, through sharing our faith and being bold um, to each one of the, anyone we come across, God. Um, I pray, God, that you give every single one of us in this room uh, strength um, and, 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 and wisdom uh, to be able to, to, uh, to share our faith, God, and just the boldness that only you can, you can uh, provide us, God. Um, I thank you for the life of Stephen, God, and just who he, he was and, uh, and how you used him to, to, sh- uh, to spread, God, the gospel of, of your son. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. growth and of things it was um, 72% of you said 
uh, I wish I, 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 I wish I, I had grown more. I, I wish that's not the phrase, you know, it is when we look at it, right? It was, uh, I wish I grew more. 72% of, of you all that took it said, in, in my growth as I look at it, and he said three things, to be bold. And do you want to grow in your faith? Start to step out faith and to be bold. You want to see your faith grow? You wish you grew more? Start to start to take that step and just go for it. He said there were three things. One, that, that Stephen was identified, um, the, the Holy Spirit was identified in his life. Is the Holy Spirit identified in, in your life? As he shared, it's sort of hard to sort of tell sometimes. You think you are. This is one way to tell. Ask yourself this. There's three things you're going to ask, and I'm not going to add a whole lot to what he said, but I want you to ask you a do, do your actions and attitude regularly reflect Christ. Your actions, what you do, and not just what you do, but how you do it, what's going on on the inside, does it regularly reflect Christ? Because if it does, with your attitude in it, there's a, a Spirit of God that's involved there. Next thing is, um, do you have the knowledge to be bold? And honestly, ask yourself, do I put in the time? You've got to get in the Word. You've got to, and, and like I said, <coughs> May you just brush up on just some verses that, that point to what it means to be saved and how Christ should change your life. And the last one, and this for me is the hardest one for me, because can I tell you, I am not compassionate at all. But it's hard to love love people, it, especially those that are against you. But even as a chair, Stephen, Stephen loved them to the end. And for me, man, I need to work on, to be bold, to not just give up on them when, when they... They act up, or they're mean, and I know they're mean to someone that I care about, and that's what I really want to get mean with them. Um, the question you ask us is, do I even make the effort to love my enemy? Do I even make the effort to love? If we can do those three things, if we can start to apply those three things, you are going to see yourself grow in a way that's, that is just, I wish I grew more, that's the way you're going to grow. You're going to take this faith, and you're going to live it out and do it. That, that's all i got.